For 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM Federal News Radio. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero, and don't forget my wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be returning next week for another great show related to health and wellness. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., and we are always sharing with you wonderful news about the health and wellness industry. Please remember that you can go to our uh, website, the www.myvillagegreen.com, and download all of our previously recorded shows for absolutely free. We went through a big project a couple weeks ago where me and uh, Dana Lake, my co-host, went through and picked out all of our most favorite shows over the last three or four years. And we have them in a, you know, favorite show section. These are great resources to listen to. We cover a really wide variety of health uh, issues and topics. And best of all, they're absolutely free for you to download and listen to as an iPod um, podcast or as an MP3, um, any form that you want to listen to. It's a really, really great resource. Today, I got a great show lined up for you. We're going to be talking about antioxidants. And today's show on antioxidants is a little bit different than the previous shows we've done on antioxidants for a few reasons. Antioxidants have been such an incredibly popular topic in the world of natural health since probably the 1970s when the research was really pioneered, showing that antioxidants have this ability to protect our DNA from damage. And they started to make correlations between oxidative damage and other certain health conditions like cancer and other aspects of cellular damage. And we started to learn about some of the most popular antioxidants out there. And those thoughts have prevailed for the last 40 or 50 years. And it hasn't been until the last five to 10 years that the research is starting to shift a little bit. Now, we're still understanding that antioxidants are an incredibly valuable piece of maintaining and sustaining optimal health. What's changed is the thought process of where is the best place to get antioxidants from. The model and the paradigm has somewhat shifted based on new research that's come out relating to how our bodies actually make antioxidants themselves. And today we're going to be discussing with my special guest, uh, Dr. Cheryl Burdett, who is really an expert in working with antioxidant therapies, how to maximize the antioxidant punch in your body. The other thing that she's going to be discussing with us are some ways, and this is what really excites me, how to specifically tie in antioxidant therapy to clinical outcomes. Um, And this is important to me because for many years, most of the research on antioxidants was very, very clear and very substantiated. But how it played out in regards to, let's say, person X who took antioxidants throughout their life versus person Y who didn't, what were the health benefits that came with taking antioxidants? It was sometimes hard to measure. And Dr. Burdett has founded a lab out of Georgia that actually has developed specific testing to help us understand 
how antioxidants are affecting our overall health and how this relates to potentially real clinical outcomes. So it's really validating a lot of um, the work that is done with antioxidants, which for me as a clinician is very exciting. Now, I just want to make a quick mention of a couple things before I introduce Dr. Burdett. I want to remind everybody that the Maryland Association of Naturopathic Physicians is again submitting licensure this year to license naturopathic doctors in the state of Maryland. This is incredibly important for any of you out there who want the access to the highest quality alternative and integrative health care in the state of Maryland. At this point in time, naturopathic physicians trained at four-year naturopathic medical schools are not eligible to get a license in the state of Maryland because that legislation is not on the books. We are actively working hard to present legislation to the Maryland government this year to get naturopathic physicians licensed as primary care physicians in the state of Maryland, which will allow much greater access to alternative and natural health care and set up the stage for these types of services to be covered by your insurance. So if seeking high-quality alternative medical care is an important issue for you, please go to www.mdanp, that stands for the Maryland Association of Naturopathic Physicians, .org, and read about our cause. And please, if you can, donate anything that you are able to, $5, $10, $500. There is an easy way to donate money for our fund. We have a lot of fundraising to do to make our goal a reality, and we are working very hard to, again, bring the best in naturopathic and integrative health care to the residents of Maryland. So um, anybody who can um, support us in that cause, it would be greatly appreciated. So now I want to get back on topic. I'm going to introduce our special guest. Dr. Cheryl Burdett is a naturopathic doctor. After graduating from Bastyr University, which is in um, Washington State, in 2001, she completed her residency at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America and the Family Health and Wellness Center, one of three hospital-based residencies available for NDs in the country. She's lectured internationally and believes that education is a critical component of empowering others on their journey to wellness. She works as part of a team-based approach, combining her perspective with that of MDs, DOs, and dietitians to provide a synergistic treatment plan that addresses the individual in a complete and holistic manner. Dr. Burdett, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to, to talking about this because I think that this is an issue that comes up for a lot of our patients, if not all of them, as they come to us, let's say, even once a year for a physical and we do our history and our intake and our standard blood work, often a question that we'll get as clinicians is, now, which marker on here tells me if I'm at risk for cancer or neurologic conditions or different cardiovascular conditions? And we're we're left with a less than satisfying answer. Uh, while some of those have predictive value, um, it, it's often difficult to say that anything, that, that standard markers that are run tell us risk factors in the future. Now, that's not true of all of them, of course. Certainly, things like cholesterol or lipids or homocysteine would, uh, that look at cardiovascular risk would be a way of doing that. But, but when we say, which one of these on here predicts my risk or my rate of cancer or if I'm getting the right nutrients from what I eat every day, 
it's hard to say. There's not a lot of insight there. And, and we've all know the word antioxidants. It's a buzzword everywhere. We hear all the time about drinking green tea or eating dark chocolate that's high in antioxidants or a compound called resveratrol from red wine that could potentially make us live longer. But like you said, it's very difficult to quantify are we getting enough for our, for our own individual selves? Are we getting enough for the state of health that we're in? So while it, exactly like you said, like it's something that we've all known is that antioxidant levels are helpful for preventing chronic degenerative conditions, and I believe it was back in the 50s that we first started to document the impact of free radicals on a biological system. And according to the Nutrition Business Journal in 2009, they say that this is as much as a $4.6 billion industry. So despite the interest and even the financial backing of this, it's difficult for clinicians to say, is my patient getting enough antioxidants to keep them healthy? And I, I agree and 100% because one of the things that I do a lot is people come to see me who have started getting on a supplement regimen by things they've heard on TV or things they've read in newsletters. And lo and behold, you know, within a few years, they're taking a whole cadre of supplements, and many of them are antioxidants. And when they come in to see me and ask me to evaluate their products, how do I have an objective way to measure or an objective way to view whether or not they're in need of those antioxidants or whether or not the antioxidants that they're taking are creating the health benefits that they're looking for? And like, and like you say, you can't stumble through the prevention research without reading something about antioxidants and decreasing our risk of conditions like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or heart disease, cancers. And what you might, what people might not know is also those antioxidants play a role in decreasing risk of, uh, or conditions such as depression or anxiety or even fatigue. So from some of the more life impacting um, to even some of our just we don't feel quite like ourselves we're feeling more blah antioxidants play a role but, but as you say people will often show up with a bottle of vitamin C or vitamin E or vitamin A or even green tea and they're taking all these things and either they quickly become overwhelmed with the amount of information out there and the amount of articles that they've read about things that could be good for them and or they just give up on the whole thing and say, well, I'm not sure. And then another piece is where we would like to see patients is to make sure that they're not having to take hundreds of pills, powders, and potions, but they're getting what they need from diet. And so if patients come in and say, well, I'm eating lots of vegetables and I'm uh, uh, drinking uh, different blueberry antioxidant drinks or different green drinks, like you say, it's hard to know, is that person getting what their system needs? Right, and it's going to vary from person to person. You may have one mm -hmm. individual who, for genetic factors, has a better ability to crunch free radicals, and so they may need just a good diet versus you may have another person with a certain genetic predisposition, um, heart disease risk, or whatever it might be that does need more antioxidants. So how do you assess that? How do we figure it out, and how do we help guide people in what antioxidants to take. Now, when we come back from the break, Cheryl, we're going to pick this conversation up. And what I also would like you to do is explain to people one of the major paradigm shifts that's happening with antioxidant therapy, because um, to me, it's really exciting uh, because it really does reflect some of the interesting research that's been going on in the last five to 10 years. And unfortunately, it takes a long time for new research to really permeate um, you know, the medical community. And I, I think it's important for people to understand this because it really represents 
antioxidant therapy of the future. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be picking up this exciting conversation. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM Federal News Radio, and we're going to be back in just a minute. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of FitFood, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of FitFood contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and M. CTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, nor Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apocalypse. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500 Federal News Radio, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary, located right here in Bethesda, Maryland. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. My wonderful co-host, Dana Lake, will be returning next week with another great show related to health and wellness. Today, we've been discussing antioxidants, and I'm sure many of you out there listening have heard many programs, radio shows, news articles on antioxidants. And today, 
We're doing something a little bit different with antioxidants because I am helping you to understand the future of antioxidant therapy. What is being reflected in the last five to 10 years of emerging research on antioxidants and really where antioxidant therapy is going. Most of the stuff that you come across is based on the original research on antioxidants that was done in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. And the paradigm is starting to shift, and there's a lot of really exciting information. So if you have an interest in antioxidants, if you have an interest in keeping your heart healthy and keeping your brain healthy and preventing certain types of cancer, you're going to want to stay tuned in for this show. I have on the phone with me today Dr. Cheryl Burdett. She is a naturopathic doctor, and uh, she is a practicing uh, clinician in Atlanta, Georgia, as well as the director of a lab that specializes in some very unique testing for assessing antioxidant function. Uh, Now, Dr. Burdett, in the beginning of the show and just at that intro, I've alluded to some of this new research and this paradigm shift in how we think about supplementing antioxidants in the best way to increase the antioxidant status in our body. And I've been sort of teasing it all show long. I would love for you to kind of explain this concept and what I'm sort of alluding to here to our listeners. Absolutely. So, And I feel like I can really track this throughout my career. So my residency was at a hospital called Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And when I started in practice there, of course the idea of antioxidants and at least prevention of cancer and often treatment of cancer were wildly discussed. Or widely discussed, and we also we would implement some of these therapies. So maybe not alongside chemotherapy, but we would often use um, vitamin C as an IV to treat our cancer patients. And while I saw better quality of life and potentially some better outcomes, I wasn't wholly satisfied in that I wasn't seeing the remission rates that that we would hope for. And part of that is just that metastatic cancer is a very difficult battle. But still, given the research that's out there in terms of antioxidant and their power, it made me wonder what is it that we're missing. And I think what we were missing in the idea of giving something like vitamin C, you're trying to give one antioxidant to squelch a free radical from a metabolic reaction in our body. And every second, thousands of metabolic reactions take place. So the idea that we can intake enough antioxidants to keep up with that, especially in someone in the state of a metastatic cancer that has constant division and proliferation of cells and impact from that, it is impossible. Certainly, we can do a good job by eating well and avoiding toxicity in the environment and and things of that nature. But it's hard to keep up given the the the, the ongoing continuity of metabolic reactions that take place. Since then, we've learned that a more powerful way of increasing antioxidants in the body involves not just taking in things like vitamin C or vitamin E or vitamin A, but taking in specific antioxidants, things like turmeric or green tea or compounds from broccoli that turn on our own gene systems. The compounds in those in those plant matters that I just mentioned 
will actually send signals to our DNA that will turn over to over 200 different genes in our body that upregulate our own antioxidant expression. And what researchers and scientists are finding and what you see in the literature when you're trying to control different conditions is that if we can turn on our own antioxidant systems, it's a much more effective way to address life-threatening conditions such as cancer, heart disease, diabetes. So there are some names for these molecules, things called NRF2. These are self-signaling mechanisms that go down and bind to our DNA. The names aren't important, but the power of them are. And so by activating the, the genes to turn on over two different, 200 different ones for expression, not only do we turn on different systems that build things like glutathione, our major intercellular antioxidant in the liver, the lung, the brain, but they also turn on some of our enzymes in the liver that will clear toxicity out of the body. So you're getting at least the twofold effect of both increasing the activity of things that will shut off free radicals in the body, but eliminating toxicity from the system that will also create more of that free radical load. And, and I see this clinically as I'm using these more sophisticated therapies. I'm, I'm seeing different outcomes. I'm seeing more, and I never want to go necessarily talk about per se cure in cancer but seeing more long-term permanent remission I like to think about it like diabetes a condition that you're always with but that can be controlled and managed from day to day and I'm witnessing this in my practice that you'll see metastatic lesions decrease in size that you see life improve quality of life and extension of life as well it boils down to a small part of the cell called the mitochondria. So we all know about the DNA of the cell. And then there's also another organelle inside the cell called the mitochondria. That's where all of our energy is produced. But part of producing that energy is this, is this production of free radicals. And free radicals are what will eventually damage the cell and tell the cell to turn itself off. So the rate of degenerative conditions is driven by the amount of free radicals that are produced in the part of the cell that create all of our energy, something called ATP, if you can think back to ninth grade cell biology. And these, these compounds from red wine and green tea are able to go in and upregulate our own antioxidant enzyme systems, things like superoxide dismutase, that protect the mitochondria. So yes, Eventually, we're all going to die, but it is quite possible to slow the rate and therefore improve quality of life while improving longevity. Now, again, the question is, how do we know if we're getting enough for each individual? Because what the amount of antioxidants I might need this year is different than what I might need next month if I have a cold or flu or five years from now if I happen to be diagnosed with, per se, like, for example, a neurologic condition. So... This is a great example of laboratory sciences finally catching up with what we've known as clinicians really since the 50s or as scientists since the 50s. And we're gathering the methodologies now that we can measure these things like superoxide dismutase that protect the mitochondria. We can measure an upregulation of something called NRF2 that turns on different gene signals. 
we can measure glutathione, the major intercellular antioxidant that helps to protect so much of our tissue. So now when we go in once a year and say, how, how at risk am I for developing different chronic conditions, if we take a snapshot of how well our own antioxidant systems are working, and if we take a snapshot of our own intercellular antioxidants, we can predict, are we getting enough from diet? Are we overly exposed to toxins around us? And it gives us tools that are empowering that we can embrace health and we can embrace change, that we can change our diet, we can change maybe supplements that we're taking, and we can change our exposure to slow the rate of degenerative conditions. Right. It's fantastic because it finally offers us a true objective way to measure the outcome of using the supplements. As we've mentioned, you know, so many people take antioxidants. They're a huge piece of the natural health industry, as you talked about, what is it, $4.6 billion or so of, of sales related to natural health. Most people understand, because of how long the research has been around, the concept of antioxidants. So mo so many people feel comfortable taking them. But where does the rubber hit the road? Are these antioxidants really doing something for you? By having an objective way of testing before and after antioxidant therapy is implemented, we can know for sure what doses, what are the appropriate antioxidants, and have a much better idea of how these antioxidant therapies are going to play out in regards to clinical outcomes, how a person feels. And uh, Yeah, go ahead. I think another really profound example of this is our uh, story with cholesterol. And, and we've all, we've probably all known people who have had potentially low levels of cholesterol that have a heart attack or even high levels of cholesterol who don't have this as an issue. And, and I think that we're all aware that while it gives us some predictive information, it's not the whole story. Uh, in contrast to that, many of us are familiar with an antioxidant called CoQ10. Another name for it is ubiquinol or, you, or ubiquinone is what you would read it as in a biochemistry book because every cell uses it. CoQ10 drives activity in that mitochondria that I mentioned earlier where all the energy in the cells are produced. And we know, especially as clinicians, we know someone sits down and has a family history of heart disease or a past incidence of heart disease, oh, they should be on CoQ10. But then, like you're saying, it's hard to quantify how much, how long, and it's not the least expensive nutrient out there. So we want to be conservative with our dosing, at least from a financial perspective. So as we look at some of the biomarkers that are available, things like cholesterol or our bad cholesterol, LDL, or good cholesterol, HDL, none of those tell us exactly about uh, if we're getting enough CoQ10. However, as research has progressed, we, if you were to biopsy a plaque in the artery, you would find most of the fat in there is something called oxidized LDL. And that is essentially LDL that's been charged by a free radical. And when that charge happens, it changes the way the body recognizes it so that now something called a macrophage, a type of white blood cell, begins to take it up versus the liver. The liver can handle it very well and in a very natural process, and we even need some of that bad cholesterol. But when that macrophage takes over because that bad cholesterol, the LDL, has been charged by a free radical, that's what initiates plaque formation. So 
we've all known, especially naturopathically speaking or in the functional medicine community, we know that an oxidized LDL is the one that forms a plaque. It becomes sticky, and that's when it adheres to the arteries. And we've always we've talked about it's not just lowering the cholesterol, but it's lowering the charged cholesterol, the oxidized LDL, that will reduce that plaque formation. Even though we've known this, there haven't been markers to really evaluate it because it was a very complicated lab process, it wasn't very direct, and it, and it was cost prohibitive. However, labs have caught, caught up to our knowledge now, and we now realize, or we are now able to very inexpensively measure this oxidized LDL, the one that truly forms plaques in the arteries, and it guides our use of antioxidants because if it's high, we know that we're not making enough CoQ10 on our own to reduce incidence of heart disease. And if it's low, we know that either our body is making enough or we're getting enough from our supplement form to, to prevent it. And it allows us to maybe put somebody who's high risk for heart disease on a higher dose of CoQ10, monitor them, recheck, and if they're getting in a normal range, lower that dose and really minimize the supplementation, really actualize things from diet and lifestyle, and give them what I like to call the lightweight bulletproof vest in terms of supplements that they're taking so that it's not so overwhelming with bottles and bottles that you have to open. And I, I would just quickly add to this, it's in such contrast to one of our frontline therapies, something called statin drugs, because while they actually lower cholesterol, unfortunately, the pathway by which they do that blocks our production of CoQ10. And that's not to say that they can't lower the incidence of heart disease, MI, et cetera, but there, according to JAMA, is some increased risk in congestive heart failure. There is also an increased risk in liver cancer. And so we just need to be mindful of those therapies. And even if we're on one of those therapies, we could still measure something like an oxidized LDL and make sure that we're getting enough CoQ10 to offset any side effect that that statin might have. That's a fantastic example. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about other examples where antioxidant therapy can have a profound impact in ways where laboratory science has caught up with our ability to measure their impact on the system. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Pacero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500 Federal News Radio, and we're going to be right back. Whether you're an active baby boomer, a weekend warrior, or a professional athlete, Boron's Arnicare Gel is the perfect solution to all life's little injuries. Arnicare, which contains the healing benefits of homeopathic Arnica Montana, can be used safely to treat muscle pain, stiffness, swelling, and bruising due to minor injuries, overexertion, and surgery. The non-greasy gel has no artificial colors, perfumes, or parabens. Arnicare is also available in cream and ointment formulas. You can find Arnicare at Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda. Visit Arnicare on the web at arnicare.com. New from Garden of Life, Vitamin Code Raw Multivitamins. They are the only raw multivitamin to include live enzymes and probiotics, amino acids, and antioxidants. They are gluten and dairy-free with no soy allergens. Vitamin Code is uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, and binder-free. Vitamin Code Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Go beyond vitamins and minerals. Get the code. Vitamin Code. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. 
Get the one tiny pearl that delivers big acid offilus, 900% more. Get acid offilus pearls from Enzymatic Therapy. Each little pearl-shaped capsule makes a big impact, delivering up to 900% more live probiotics to the intestine than other products. This revolutionary product aids digestion, supports a healthy immune system, and is perfect for travelers who want to enhance intestinal health. This season, make sure to take the pearls that give you big acidophilus. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember, Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's Vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM Federal News Radio. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't forget, my wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be returning next week with another great show related to health and wellness. Today, we've been talking about some exciting things related to antioxidants. I have on the phone with me today a wonderful special guest who's been describing to us a lot of the basic concepts of antioxidants, the new research that's emerging on antioxidants, and also, which is very exciting, new testing that is coming out in the clinical world that's helping us to truly assess our antioxidant status and the utility of antioxidant therapy, um, which you know, to me is very excited as a clinician when people are coming to me with questions wondering, are they taking the right amount of antioxidants? Which ones should they be taking? There are now ways to really clinically validate and understand what is best for each person. In the last segment, uh, Dr. Burdett was explaining a beautiful example relating to heart disease and CoQ10. We all know there is a correlation, but now there is the ways to objectively, through laboratory testing, really assess who needs CoQ10 and in what doses and how that's affecting their cardiovascular system and their predisposition to forming plaques, which is all very, very exciting stuff. If you're just tuning in, I want to encourage you to download the show It's in, in its entirety by going to www.myvillagegreen.com and clicking on the archive show section. You can download all of our previously recorded shows for absolutely free. So in this segment, uh, Dr. Burdett, I think you want to discuss some aspects around oxidative stress and neurological function. And we know through the emerging research, and if you've listened to the show uh, religiously in the past, you'll remember a show I did with Dr. David Perlmutter, who uh, was is a leader in dealing with neurological conditions from a more holistic, integrative approach. And he was talking specifically about uh, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and um, lots of different neurological-related conditions and the research that he's uncovered regarding how antioxidant and oxidative stress play is a critical role in the predispositions and development 
of those conditions. So, um, you know, Dr. Burdett, I'd like you to elaborate a little bit on your information, your research, and what you know in regards to antioxidants and how they apply to the development of neurological issues and how the testing that um, your lab provides and other labs out there provide that is relatively new helps us understand who might be a good candidate for antioxidant therapy uh, in regards to neurological conditions. Absolutely. And as you're probably aware, but some, maybe some of the public doesn't know, uh, there, in, we were just talking about oxidized LDL or a charged fat. There's actually a lot of research that correlates that says people with those charged fats are, all, in addition to being more at risk for heart disease, also more at risk for depression. This was really illustrated well for me in a patient who I had come in who was suffering from obsessive compulsive thoughts but also depression as well as anxiety. And we would all think about, well, how are his levels of neurotransmitters in a case like that? We would think about maybe different medications that improve serotonin or that improve something called GABA, our major inhibitory neurotransmitter that helps with rest and relaxation. But we had the luxury of being able to measure these in this patient. And I was somebody who's more anxious, more depressed, more obsessive, thinking that maybe a neurotransmitter would be too low, like serotonin, one that's often low when people are depressed. But what I found is the neurotransmitters were all in normal range, which was at at first very puzzling to me. But then when we got back some of his markers for antioxidant status, we found a couple things. We found, first of all, that his glutathione levels were one of the lowest I've ever seen. And glutathione's the major antioxidant for the brain. It's interesting, at this point, you really cannot stumble through the research without finding as many things about glutathione, the antioxidant, and depression as you do about things like the neurotransmitters themselves. Because it seems that if the antioxidant status is low, it creates more free radicals or more fire in the brain so that the receptors or so that the neurotransmitters don't work as well. So for those of you out there who have maybe tried different interventions to address depression, different what are called SSRIs, things that are used for depression, and maybe not gotten the relief from them that you would expect, it might be not your level of neurotransmitter, but actually the level of fire in the brain, and you need the antioxidants to put that fire out. So in this case, uh, we worked with him. We used different compounds, like a compound from broccoli sprout. We were very aggressive with that, or different precursors for this antioxidant glutathione, something called N-acetylcysteine that we can absorb pretty well orally, and we were aggressive on that front. And what we saw is as the glutathione status came up, the symptoms resolved. This patient is no longer suffering from obsessive compulsive disorder. He's no longer depressed. He's a tennis coach, and he was having difficulty getting out there. And some direct quotes he said to me were things like, I now have more motivation. I have more inspiration. I have dreams again. And and the, the beautiful part about that is that he's well, and we did it with things that are good for his system across the board. We did it instead of with medications that are sometimes necessary and provide quality of life but can have impact on the body, like, for example, uh, different SSRIs, the ones that can increase serotonin, can impact that mitochondria that we've talked about that creates energy and allows us to live longer. But again, I will not say that these are not things, these are things that should be done at times and have their place, but, but we need to be mindful. They can also impact bone density. In this case, we had the luxury of being able to treat them naturally and effectively with things that are overall good for his system. 
So can you just discuss for a minute glutathione in itself? Because it's definitely becoming a lot more popular. Um, it's certainly been trending high in the research for um, many years now. And, you know, you can always tell that things something's becoming popular because you start to see lots of different companies coming out with products that claim to boost glutathione. So that means that everybody's kind of getting on the bandwagon. The public's asking enough questions about it. People are learning about it. So companies are following suit to try and make some money off of it. Um, but it really does have some very legitimate, uh, you know, work to do in the body. And maybe you can explain to the listeners what glutathione is and why it is so critically important in our bodies. Yeah, and to claim that it's becoming a household buzzword, uh, I don't think is an overstatement. I got done with a, uh, a an exhaustive conference that was full of great information, and a lot of it was about this area because it was a cancer conference. And I went down to relax, and the TV was on, and there was Cindy Crawford, and she was talking about anti-aging, and she was ta- it was an infomercial, and she was talking about a skin cream that she has on the market. And she couldn't stop saying the words glutathione <laughs> and superoxide dismutase, the one I talked about earlier, our body's own antioxidant system. So these really are things that are that everybody is going to begin to hear about and that uh, we really, and and rightfully so, the scientific backing is there. So glutathione, we have, again, known so much about it from the research, but we've been limited in our ability to use it clinically because it's a large protein. It's what's called a tripeptide, and so there are three different amino acids that get formed together to make it. Unfortunately, if you try to take it orally, it gets broken down by our gut and we don't absorb it very well. So we were limited in how we could use this. Uh, Dr. Perlmutter, who you mentioned earlier, a brilliant neurologist, compassionate human being, and he was one of the first to really pioneer some of this work with glutathione. And the way he would do it at his clinic is IV because now you're putting it straight into the bloodstream. You can go to YouTube and you can Google Perlmutter and glutathione and you'll see an example of what he does daily, which is a man who comes in not able to walk very well because of Parkinson's, uses glutathione IV, and by the end of the treatment, his speech is much more clear and his ability to walk has really transformed, very powerful. But it wasn't available to all of us because you'd have to go to specialty clinics that were able to do this IV, and that's, that's limiting in terms of just logistics of all that. Now, like we mentioned earlier, we have ways to turn on our body's own production of glutathione. That's that NRF2, that self-signaling molecule that goes down and binds to the DNA and tells it, we need more glutathione, please make this for the system. And so we're able to use things like broccoli sprout that will cause our body to make its own glutathione and seeing really profound results from this. Uh, I love being able to straddle, straddle both the clinical and the lab side because as I get uh, test results in and I see follow-up test results for somebody's glutathione radically shot up, I have the luxury of being able to call clinicians all over the country and say, hey, look at this improvement on, on paper, what happened with your patient, and then finding out, yeah, the patient's doing much better too. Another, another uh, fun story of this is a, a colleague, uh, Dr. David Hossey, and I saw one of his follow-up test results of a patient and saw this glutathione came come way up and I called and said, what did you do? And he said exactly those things that, that I was just talking about. He used compounds like broccoli sprout and he used precursors like that will upregulate NRF2 and then he used precursors, that amino acid and acetylcysteine that give you the building blocks 
So if we can turn on the genes and give the body the building blocks, we have very powerful tools that we can all do from home to help us live longer and prevent conditions that are neurologic, yes, like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, but also things like depression and anxiety, which many of the conventional answers are less than satisfying for. Absolutely. And that was one of the most profound things that I think Dr. Perlmutter has stumbled upon in the work that he's done. He really claims that a lot of these neurological conditions are preventable to the same degree where we are now, you know, we've understood for many years that things like heart disease are oftentimes preventable. If somebody maintains the right body mass index, if somebody has the right treatment and the right guidance, heart disease can be preventable. And the research that he has done has led him to uh, make the conclusion that these neurological conditions like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are oftentimes preventable. You may have people with more genetic risk or other risk factors that make them more susceptible, but with the right guidance, like understanding their antioxidant status, specifically as it relates to glutathione levels, you may really be able to implement therapies ahead of time that have significant impacts on that person's risk of developing a full-blown condition. So um, really, really exciting stuff. And as is usual... The research is not catching up with what we would consider standard of care. And I discussed this with Dr. Perlmutter on the radio show, um, and we talked about how come when you go to your regular doctor, you're not hearing about these things or you're not being told about glutathione levels. You're getting your standard five or 10 minute visit, you're getting your lab checks for regular cholesterol and whatnot, and you're being sent on your way. And the reality is, is that at this point in time, as with a lot of therapies um, that come from the natural world, they don't get incorporated into the regular mainstream model of medicine for many, many years. We saw this with vitamin D, where many doctors and clinicians were uh, in the alternative and, and integrative and nutritional world were testing vitamin D, measuring vitamin D, stressing the importance of vitamin D, probably took a good five to seven years before that became a more mainstream parameter that regular doctors looked at um, or standard doctors in a standard visit looked at. So it's really important to understand that these this testing, these therapies, these approaches to managing complicated and uh, significant health conditions are as scientifically validated as anything else going on in the scientific and medical community. Just because they're not fully embraced and incorporated by that community does not denigrate the level of scientific evidence that stands behind them. So sometimes... If you're really advocating for your own health, you're going to have to step outside of the bounds and look at some of these things. And it can be a little bit challenging because these tests that Dr. Burdett is talking about oftentimes aren't covered by insurance. And the supplements that may be prescribed to help address the issue also aren't covered by insurance. So it can take a while before they become more mainstream. But again, I just want to stress how that in no way, shape, or form undermines the importance and the scientific validity that stands behind this approach to dealing with managing complex health issues. When we come back from the break, we're going to pick up the conversation and talk about some other extremely important health conditions that can be affected by antioxidant status. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM Federal News Radio, and we're going to be back in just a minute. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. 
MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Villa. Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team of 50 includes pharmacists, nutritionists, a clinical herbalist, and a naturopath offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM Federal News Radio, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. We have had a fantastic show covering antioxidants. And again, I'd just like to point out that this show on antioxidants is very different, in my opinion, to most shows you hear on antioxidants, because we are talking about different approaches to using antioxidants. We're finally coming into an age where we can get affordable lab testing that helps us understand how these antioxidants are affecting specific systems of our body and how that results in clinical outcomes, which is so exciting to me as a clinician because, again, so many people come into my office with their bag of pills. They show me the antioxidants they're taking, and they ask me, should I keep taking them? 
Well, based on the previous research that had been done in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, sure, taking antioxidants is good for you because it quenches free radicals. And theoretically, that should be healthy for you. But do I have any hard data? Do I have any specific information about how these antioxidants are affecting your body to know really whether or not it's worth you going through the time, effort, and money to take these products? Well, the answer would have been no. But now with some new exciting clinical and uh, laboratory research that's been developed that we've discussed in today's show, it's becoming much easier to figure out who really would benefit from antioxidant therapy, how much antioxidants they need, and what kind they respond to best. So really exciting information for me as as a clinician and totally changing the way that I work with, use, and analyze people's antioxidant status and their need for even supplementing with antioxidants in the first place. In the last segment, Dr. Burdett, my special guest, get a great overview of how antioxidants, specifically glutathione, affects the brain and neurological system as it relates from everything to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, as evidenced by Dr. Perlmutter's research, all the way to affecting anxiety and depression. And in this segment, we're going to talk about another really important condition that many people are concerned about, which is cancer and how antioxidants affect cancer. We know that antioxidants have play, play a role in cancer due to their ability to prevent DNA damage. But Dr. Burdett is going to help us understand um, specifically how that happens and ways that we can try and understand who might be at most risk. So, Dr. Burdett, I'm going to turn it over to you for this exciting piece of conversation. Well, and again, as as we talked about earlier in the show, often when we go in for our once-a-year physical, we look at the lab work and we think about the history that's been taken and we say, well, how, and someone will say, am I at risk for developing cancer? And it's, it, it, and, and clearly not an omnipotent and is no lab test and no magic eight ball. But I do think that we have some, some now some ways of capturing some snapshots that can give us some predictive value there, just like we're used to looking at some biomarkers for heart disease like C-reactive protein or cholesterol. So one that that is in the research uh, for really decades now used in laboratories across this country and others is a marker called 8-OHDG, a long kind of name, but again, not important the name, but what it is. Well, we're all very familiar with the idea that you get a mutation in a cell, and then that's what causes the cell to change into this cancerous form. The, this biomarker, 8-OHDG, which can be looked at from urine, uh, is, goes up in the urine as there's more and more damage to the DNA. So we can quantify all these hits to the DNA from toxins or different maybe cytokines from viral load or all the things that we know in the literature that can be risk factors for cancer. We can say, well, how much of that is impacting our system by looking at this metabolite in the urine? And it's not just academic because we can influence it. Not a surprise. It comes down in the face of compounds from things like green tea that we've talked about or compounds like resveratrol, the one from red wine that I've mentioned. And again, we all are familiar with the idea that things like resveratrol or turmeric or green tea can reduce our risk of cancer. And this is how it limits those hits to the DNA so that there are less mutations. We're all familiar with that, but now we have a yardstick for looking at that to say, am I getting enough for my system? Another one that you might be, um, that, that, 
we don't think about maybe as much. In ter- well, also, yes, great cancer prevention literature in terms of things like fish oils. And many people out there are taking fish oils, omega-3 fatty acids is another way of saying that, um, for heart disease. I'll use them in my patients to help improve bone density, and then I'll also talk to them about decreasing their risk of cancer. And a, a biomarker called S2 isoprostane will go up in our blood if we are not utilizing that fish oil in a way that's appropriate for decreasing risk of cancer. There was a great study that was done where they took rats and they gave all the rats estrogen. But at the same time they gave the estrogen, they gave one group of rats a free radical. The group that got the free radicals plus the estrogen were far more likely to develop uh, breast cancer tumors than the group that was just getting the estrogen alone. In addition to that, the rat group that had the estrogen plus free radical had a significant increase in this biomarker, F2 isoprostane. As the, as the breast cancer went up, the F2 isoprostane went up, and that's a simple blood marker that we can look at. So now when people come in and say, well, should I take one capsule of fish oil? Should I take a tablespoon? Should I take a teaspoon? We can measure something like this to say, yes, you're getting enough fish oil and you're getting it in a state that's, that's healthy for our body, that it's not charged. That whole charging of our fats not only relates to cancer, but relates to neurologic conditions as well. Uh, fish oil is the major fat that makes up our brain. Fish oil is also the major fat that coats the outside of the nerve, the myelin sheath, to keep it healthy. But if it's been damaged by a free radical, our brain can't use it as well. So you see higher levels of F2 isoprostane in not only neurologic conditions like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, but again also depression. And you see higher levels of something like F2 isoprostane, this biomarker, in conditions like MS, where that coating on the outside of our nerve is literally being broken down by our immune system, an autoimmune condition. So, so, so we now have ways to quantify, are we getting enough green tea from the diet? Are we getting enough fish oil? And if not, how much do we need to take? And then we can do follow-up testing to make sure that we stay in a, in a safe, easy zone. And again, this marker 80HDG, this one will go up when we're not getting enough water-soluble antioxidants, and it's a simple urine marker, so it could even be done in children, and it allows us to gauge are we, is our diet and lifestyle healthy enough for the assault from the environment that we are all part of from being on planet Earth. And Dr. Brudette, is it common once you implement a therapy, antioxidant therapy, that you see these parameters start coming down? That's what's so exciting, that we've had these tools to, to modulate this, but we just haven't had the, the snapshot in the body to be able for doing it effectively. So, yes, and a, a great example is um, a, a patient who came to me. She's young. She's healthy. She eats well. No real uh, degenerative conditions, but she'd noticed being a little fatigued and a little off her game. So when we gave her some of these antioxidants like green tea and curcumin to turn on her 
own antioxidant defense systems, we were able to use very low doses, and quite quickly she noticed that fatigue going away. However, as you can imagine, if somebody has a more aggressive condition, a cancer, a neurologic condition, then we know, okay, we need more of these, and we're able to see exactly what the dosing should be for each individual. So yes, we have the research to guide us in terms of a general reference range, but like you said earlier, what's most important is where each individual is, what's going on in their body, and what the assault to their system is, and now we can individualize our our dosing. We can start with the first filter of the research, and that's abundant, couple it with the second filter of what's going on in each individual, and come to a, a individualized treatment protocol that addresses each person's prevention needs. Well, that's fantastic. Dr. Burdett, thank you you so much for being on the phone with us today. Unfortunately, we are out of time. We could talk about this for hours, I am sure. So I hope everybody learned a lot about antioxidants. If you're interested in getting some of this testing done, I suggest you find a naturopathic doctor or an integrative medical doctor because those are going to be the physicians and doctors that are most likely to be implementing this type of testing. You can contact the Village Green and get in contact with me, and I can help you find resources for getting this type of testing done. If you are interested, it is truly a phenomenal way to understand the antioxidant and oxidative status of your body as it specifically relates to certain health conditions and potentially to specific risk factors of developing diseases. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living. We'll be back next Sunday at 10 a.m. as usual. So I wish you all well and the best of health. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.